Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, July 14th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, The Mass Psychosis of Liberals. It's been my lifelong observation that liberals are a mostly conflicted, tormented group suffering from mass psychosis. They wrap themselves up in do-good, virtue-signaling knots, and then attempt to rationalize positions, even though they know are indefensible, by putting forth the most tortured, illogical explanations imaginable. Merely calling those positions lies doesn't go anywhere near far enough. Liberals have mastered the art of wanting to believe in a false reality, constructing a bizarro universe, while at the same time excusing themselves for committing the very same transgressions against society and nature that they accuse others of doing. Let's look at a few examples. Some of these are constants across the decades, while other situations are more transitorial in character, driven by the events of the day. But the factor that remains the same in each circumstance is the liberal approach to twisting facts and reality, excusing their own bad behavior, while ascribing to others the very crimes they are in fact guilty of committing. The rich don't pay their fair share. This one is especially risible because it's so easily disproved with just the barest minimum of effort. The top 1% of earners collect 21% of all the income earned in the country, yet they pay an astonishing 40% of all the income taxes paid in America. As the most ridiculous of squad members abhors herself in a designer dress costing several thousand dollars, brandishing the words, tax the rich, she doesn't even realize that the rich already pay far more than their fair share. Nor does she make the connection that her congressional salary puts her squarely in the rich category she so fervently disparages. Anthropogenic global warning is real. Anyone with one one hundredth of a functioning average brain can look at the mounds and mounds of scientific evidence 
and see that this is nothing more than a giant PR hoax designed to cast conservatives in a bad light, to paint them as anti-science and not caring about the earth, in order to convince the intentative sector of the American electorate, a slice far too big, unfortunately, to vote against Republicans. According to the dire warnings made in the late 1990s, Manhattan was supposed to be underwater by now. Yet the latest reports are that this has that it hasn't lost a parking space one. And those polar bears still surviving and their numbers are actually increasing. We have our intrepid reporters on the scene studying both situations. And we'll let you know the minute anything changes. Just don't hold your breath. The Al Gores and John Kerry's of the world know that anthropogenic global warming is a fraud. They simply leverage it to increase their personal wealth as they sidestep their own wasteful lifestyles. But to the outside world, they pretend to believe it with all their heart. COVID vaccines work. This will go down in history as the ultimate example of the cliché moving the goalposts. Let's give some credit to the pharmaceutical companies for coming up with something in such short order. But whatever they were, they weren't vaccines. Vaccines prevent a person from contracting the disease in question. There are a lot of really good ones, Vaccines that work well and have minimal negative side effects. Polio, TB, and many other vaccines have transformed our daily existence on Earth and immeasurably improved quality of life. Unfortunately, the COVID vaccines are not in that category, leaving aside why a vaccine was necessary to begin with for a disease that has a 95-plus recovery rate for people under 70, it became painfully obvious very quickly that the so-called COVID vaccines were close to worthless. Very soon, the second dose became mandatory in order to be considered fully vaccinated. Oops, not quite. Within months after the second shot, you needed a booster one. Then you needed booster two. Plus, the goalposts were now on the move. With the CDC, Dr. Fauci, and virtually all high-profile Democrats suddenly saying that the four shots would not prevent the disease. We never said it would, they lied. Now, according to them, the four shots are intended to merely lower the severity and reduce the probability of needing hospitalization. Very convenient, since each succeeding COVID variant is far milder than the one before it, and hospitalizations are naturally less prevalent. None of this prevents committed liberals from insisting that the COVID vaccines work beautifully, and anyone who opts to not take this experimental drug that has more documented side effects than all the other vaccines combined as an ignorant Neanderthal, unworthy of medical care. Liberals at all levels, be they politicians, media people, 
or partisan voters have convinced themselves that the COVID vaccines work perfectly. They truly believe it. President Trump needs to be criminally prosecuted for something, anything. The January 6th committee is merely the latest straw that liberals are grasping at. Liberals completely dismissive of the astonishing accomplishments achieved under the Trump administration that rebounded to the benefit of every single demographic group in the country believe that the former president needs to be prosecuted and jailed. His real crimes? Being right about everything. The economy, jobs, taxes, energy independence, illegal immigration, bad international trade deals, NATO shirking its commitments, exposing the fake news once and for all, and then being all too happy to post daily mean tweets rubbing his opponents' noses in their own ineptitude. Watching and listening to liberals trying to convince themselves to believe their own lies would be an amusing exercise if their actions weren't so damaging to the country. Liberals have given us $6 a gallon gas, grocery bills that are up hundreds of dollars a month for the average family, and they've made baby formula unavailable. A few years from now, the specific situations may change, but their overall methods will be the same. Liberals perpetuate incredible fights of fancy, flights of fancy, and then tell the outside world that they really believe the preposterous things they say. It is indeed a mass psychosis. They put forth the idiotic proposal. They put forth one idiotic proposal after another. Gender-fluid bathrooms, critical race theory, shutting down the U.S. energy production, defunding the police, etc. Refuse to live by their own rules, and they try to convince outside observers that they truly believe their own rubbish. To any sane person, the liberal mindset is truly incomprehensible. Oh, Looking for a fight? You'll find it. With Canada's premier voice in white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio. Only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. 
But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to His chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Okay, let's start this evening's news with uh, one, uh, this uh, headline, I really enjoyed this whole story. Uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, this comes from the Daily Caller. And the headline is, police say woman called 911 three times before being murdered. Uh, this is a uh, black woman and uh, her black child. Uh, the article here starts out, an Ohio woman called police three times before she and her six-year-old daughter were murdered, according to a report. Aisha Nelson first called 911 on June 22nd around 5.30 p.m. to ask authorities how to file a police report. Uh, she said her boyfriend, Waverly Halls, threatened to kill her, uh, WKEF reported, citing Montgomery County Regional Dispatch records. Uh, apparently, uh, this black woman didn't know how to file uh, a police report. Uh, but I'm sure there were, uh, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just saying uh, on average, uh, she probably had plenty of uh, police reports against her. Uh, she says he does not have possession of a gun that I purchased. He did take it, and I didn't make a big fuss about it, but he threatened my life. Uh, he has the means to do it, Nelson reportedly told the dispatcher. Uh, the dispatcher told Nelson to go to her local station and then call authorities again so that an officer could take down her report, WKEF reported. The dispatcher also reportedly informed Nelson about local shelters that Nelson could seek refuge at. Uh, Nelson called back hours later on June 23rd, shortly after midnight, reportedly asking an officer to meet her at a family dollar so she could file a police report. She added that she did not want her boyfriend arrested, however, according to WKEF. Uh, she said, I don't want him arrested, I just want to make a report, you know, in case something does happen, because I'm going to protect myself. Nelson called authorities another 20 minutes later, expressing concerns that all available authorities were seen rushing to another scene, according to the report. She then said, I do know that they all went to a call as far as, like, how long it be that are on that call. I don't know because I just don't know any details, the dispatcher reportedly said. Nelson then told dispatch she didn't want to wait too long because her daughter was waiting in the car, WKEF reported. Um, at least you have all the calls 
recorded. I don't know what else to do. I do realize that Dayton does have a shortage of police officers, Nelson told dispatch. Nelson told dispatch not to send authorities to her house without calling her first because she didn't want to upset her boyfriend. Halls then called authorities around 1.30 a.m. saying, My girlfriend is acting crazy. Tore up the house. I just want her to get out of the house. I don't want no problems. Police responded around 1.40 a.m. and left an hour later with no reports, and no reports were filed, nor were any arrests made, according to the report. Nelson reportedly said she was unable to leave because she was financially stuck. Uh, you, you made it to where I can't get a credit card, to where I can't go to a hotel. I'm not getting out, Nelson said, according to WKEF. Uh, now, I don't know who she's blaming here uh, that she can't get her credit card. Uh, nobody else could have ruined her credit but herself. I don't know if this was uh, actually she was telling the police uh, because of them that uh, she can't get a credit card. Uh, and she can't go to a hotel without a credit card. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's nobody's fault but her own. If you run yourself in debt and your credit is no longer any good, then that's on you, not somebody else. But this is your typical uh, non-white uh, uh, mentality. Everything is somebody else's fault. They don't take responsibility uh, for their own actions. Uh, it's always somebody else. And, you know, uh, I'm not just saying uh, non-whites, but this is really preve uh, prevalent in uh, non-white uh, mentality. Uh, you know, of course, uh, there are white people, too, that also don't want to take responsibility uh, for, the thing, for the things they do. It's always uh, somebody else's fault. And here she has the nerve to blame the police for uh, her bad credit. Uh, she continued to say, you're going to be gone when I get back. All this Halls, this was born, said, you're going to be gone when I get back. Uh, Halls responded. Nelson showed her authorities video she claims shows Halls threatening her. You need to get out of my house, Halls said, before Nelson refused. I'll bet you are. It's either that or the alternative. You don't want it. Uh, so apparently uh, this black lady, was. Uh, this wasn't even her home. Uh, she was in the home of... Uh, someone else uh so you know and uh, the the guy said and i'm not taking up for the black uh, the black guy at all but you know he told her to leave uh, he told her to uh beat it uh body cam footage obtained by wkef shows officers debating whether they could charge halls uh, it would be a stretch officer kathleen santos said according to wkef we could articulate it as a domestic threat and then take him to jail, but uh, I don't think it's threats, Officer Terrell Moore responded. Santos said Nelson clearly didn't believe Halls was threatening her because she would not still be there, sitting in the same house with her kid. Authorities believe Halls fatally shot Nelson and her daughter about an hour later. Halls was later found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound in Alabama, according to the report. Uh, an investigation is uh, uh, still going on. Uh, so here you have um, uh, a black couple 
as we all know, blacks can't get along. There is more black on black violence, and here's the perfect example, more black on black violence than white on black, law enforcement on black, and other non-white on black combined. Uh, there is still more black on black crime. Uh, this lady refused to leave the guy's home. Uh, and it, uh, earlier there in the article, it said that uh, as she was tearing things up. Uh, she was ripping up the house. Uh, uh, the guy even called the police uh, on her. Uh, it took him a long time re to respond because, you know, I'll bet this same black lady uh, was standing at the defund the police rallies, or not rallies, riots, uh, the defund the police riots with her child. Uh, then, all of a sudden, uh, the black people need help, and there's no officers available. They're too busy. Uh, that's nobody's fault but their own, too. You know, they were all on the bandwagon. Uh, get rid of the police. Get rid of the police. And here's where your average 70 IQ comes in, because, you know, law enforcement actually protects blacks. Um, we see this. They do. Uh, and they don't protect blacks from whites. You know, it's not the whites attacking black people. It's the blacks. Uh, a black on black crime. So, naturally, when you uh, have your police departments defunded and you're all for defund the police, uh, when you call and try to get help uh, and it doesn't arrive in time, uh, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Uh, now, there are innocent people uh, that realize that you have to have law and order in any civilized society. Uh, those people I pity uh, because they suffer as well. Uh, so... Uh, this article, uh, you know, it, it's, I have no emotion over it at all. I could care less. This is what happens when um, you don't want police. And, you know, there are uh, some black people, though, that realize uh, the need for law and order. There are some black people that realize they need protection. And, you know, not from whitey. Uh, they need protection from their own kind. Uh, and, and speaking of, I'm going to hit this uh, article. Uh, this comes from the news source EuroWeb. Uh, and I'm not going to get into this very far, but uh, the headline to this is Wendy Shea, Black Woman Predicts a Racial Civil War in America in 2024. Uh Meet Wendy Shaia, an activist social worker, author, and educator from Baltimore, Maryland, who predicts in her new black dystopian fantasy novel that in the year 2024 there will be a racial civil war in America between blacks and whites. Although her book is fictional, the concept stems from her knowledge of historical trends where white nationalism rises after pandemics as well as the murder of Freddie Gray, George Floyd, and other ones. Well, you know, others. You know, we already know George Floyd overdosed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he had to overdose under the knee of a white police officer. Anybody that listens to my show knows how I feel about that. Uh, but here, uh, this shows, um, shows stupidity. You know, there are... Uh, some blacks, uh, wishing for a racial civil war. Now, here's when your 
um, 70 IQ kicks in. America is 68% white. America is 13% black. White people are known for their intelligence. Now, certainly, you have your white people that aren't intelligent. I'm not saying that someone has to be an Einstein or a college uh, graduate. But the average IQ of the black race is 70. That is borderline retarded. And, you know, uh, to predict or uh, wish for a racial civil war when you are only 13% of the population with an average IQ of 70, uh, you know, that doesn't make any sense. None, no sense at all. Uh, so, you know, uh, if, there, if America does come to a racial civil war, let it be what it is. Uh, I have no fear uh, over a racial civil war, whites against blacks in America. Uh, I already know who will win. So, uh, you know, uh, when you see articles like that, don't let it bother you. Just keep in mind, we are 68% of America as white. And our enemy is 13% with an average IQ of 70 so, you know, uh, it would probably be kind of like um, uh, the bully beating up the retard on the playground at uh, recess. So, uh, you know, uh, nothing there to worry about. Uh, speaking of ball baby blacks, uh, you know, there used to be uh, a while back uh, a big deal about uh, black children in school being made to have uh, reasonable hairstyles. And I often said, you know, uh, teachers probably don't even use blackboards today. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but anyhow, black hair is dis uh, distracting. You know, if you're watching TV and a black person comes on, just like Colin Kaepernick, what is the first thing you notice about Colin Kaepernick, besides being an idiot? His hair. Uh, he looks like a wonder mop uh, that has been used pretty heavy uh, on a dirt floor. You know, children in schools, that distracts them. Now, here, this article is, uh, this comes from USA Today. And the headline is, uh, Prison guards forced a black inmate to chop off his dreadlocks. Now he's suing. And you know what the sad part is? He probably will get money out of that. Now, uh, I don't know about all prisons. But I know years ago, uh, prisons, like uh, uh, if you left a county jail to go to a state prison, you were uh, shaved, your head was shaved because of uh, lice and diseases. So, you know, just because this guy shows up to prison and the guards make him cut his dreadlocks, the white people in that prison, too, maybe there was a white guy there uh, that had uh, hippie hair, uh, down to his behind. Guess what? He had to get rid of his hair too. Uh, blacks are no different. Uh, they are uh, they're not special. But today in America, uh, they are given privileges beyond uh, what other races are given in America, including whites. And this is our white Christian nation. And uh, you know our government caters to these people. Anytime they they have no consequences even for their crimes. 
Uh, good grief. I'm sure you see the articles where uh, black inmates are released on ankle monitors. They go out and commit more murders. Uh, they're given lenient sentences uh, by our judicial system, all because they're black. Now, is it our fault as white people in our white Christian nation that black people are uh, stupid? No. But yet we have to pay for this in our society that our white streets aren't safe because uh, there's people that pity uh, the blacks for being so stupid. You know, what needs to be done, in my opinion, the choice should be given to blacks. You know, this should be uh, part of the reparations. This should be the only reparations black, black people receive in our white Christian country. Every black person, man, woman, and child in America should be given the choice. You either follow our laws or you are welcome to a free reparation of an airline ticket back to the motherland of Africa, a one-way ticket. And once you're on that plane and you land at your little mud hut in Africa, you're never to be allowed to return to the United States again. How many black people do you think would take, take that offer? None. Because in all reality, black people know they have it made here. Uh, look at the black sports stars. Do you think there would be uh, football leagues, basketball leagues, and things like that in Africa? Uh, they would be uh, in, in Africa. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but, you know, I never see any Africa sports. But, you know, uh, in, in Africa, probably what the uh, uh, heroes are, they don't have football. They probably uh, toss Pappy's skull uh, around off the stick, uh, the shrunken head on a stick, throw that around for sport. Do you think they make millions of dollars for that? I'm sure not. Uh, they know they have it made here, and they also know that our government caters to them. And guess what? Guess who has black people thinking that they are owed something? The Jew. I talked about this on Tuesday evening show. The Jew. The Jew is behind everything uh, bad happening in America. Everything. It boils down to the Jew. The Jew picks the black people because they're stupid. They're easy to manipulate. They are pawns for the Jew. And, you know, uh, black people, they, you know, black people today, a black child probably doesn't even know that his ancestors were slaves. Uh, my ancestors on my Irish side, they were slaves too, treated worse than uh, the black ones. Why do you never hear about reparations for uh, Irish people in America? Uh, when's their payday? When do they get something uh, because of uh, their ancestors, my ancestors, being slaves? Uh, you know what? Uh, because we are proud people. Irish people are proud. Well, any uh, white European descent person is proud. You know, we wouldn't uh, accept uh, 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 reparations. You know, we're not whiny ball babies. We don't dwell in the past, and we're not afraid to go out and earn a living. Uh, so, uh, you know, and this all comes from 
And I got this from uh, that article, uh, a black making a big deal and going to see the prison system because he had to follow the rules of everyone else. Uh, you know, they don't talk about the white guy trying to sue the prison system because he had to have his head shaved. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's just a game. Oh, let's see. We'll see what this article's about. Uh, because it looks like it could be interesting. This comes from the news source, justthenews.com. And the headline is, Two illegal immigrants arrested in Virginia were planning a potential massacre. Huh. Let's see what this is about, because usually uh, mainstream media, uh, they will only publish uh, you know, uh, what they call a mass shooting. Uh, three people they will claim as a mass shooting if the guy's white. Uh, so let's see what these uh, uh, illegals were up to. Uh, two men arrested earlier this month for planning a mass shooting at a 4th of July fireworks celebration in Richmond, Virginia, were illegal immigrants, according to a report from the Washington Free Beacon. During the arrests of Julio Alvardo Dubon and Roman Abala. Carsed, what names, uh, who were planning an attack at the Dogwood Dell Amphitheater. Richmond police seized hundreds of rounds of ammunition, as well as two assault-style rifles and one handgun. The men, both from Guatemala, were subsequently charged with possession of firearms by non-U.S. Uh, citizens. Imagine that. Here we have uh, Guatemala. And our government says, pity these Guatemalans. Bring them here, feed them, clothe them, uh, give them health care, attempt to educate them. And here you are. This is what these people are about. They are coming from war-torn countries because that's what they do. Uh, yet they're not coming here for safety. They're coming here to bring their war here to kill us. That's what it boils down to. You know, our government, uh, this is why Biden, you, there might as well not even be a border. Uh, because all of these non-whites are coming across the border. Uh, no repercussions uh, while we sleep to different areas across the nation. You could go to bed some night in a house beside you that's been empty for several years. Uh, you could go to bed with that house being empty and wake up in the morning and uh, listening to Cucaracha uh, music or whatever it is Guatemalans listen to. Uh, but, you know, and you'd be scratching your head. How did this happen? Where did these people come from? Come from? Thank Joe Biden. Uh, what it boils down to, the Democrats are allowing these people to cross the border. Uh, unfettered, because they will be voter, they will uh, be votes for uh, the Democratic Party. You know these scumbags; they know who is uh, allowing them to cross. So uh, when they vote, they're going to vote for uh, Democrats. It's plain and simple. What it is is white replacement, as well, uh, not just gaining votes for uh, the Democrats, but white replacement. White replacement is a nicer word for white genocide. Uh, we are 
they are attempting to wipe America clean of white people. This is a white Christian nation, and you know if a lot of uh, if more white people don't wake up to what's happening, uh, one day uh, when the population of America is about two percent white, people are going to wonder, well, what happened to us? Well, what happened to us is. Uh, while this is going on and people are trying to reach you and explain to you what's happening, uh, you're sitting on your ass at home in your recliner, uh, maybe having a beer or whatever and some steaks, and not paying any attention. Because you, just because you live a comfy life, you don't want to get involved. Uh, you don't care about your white brothers and sisters. I say this all the time on the show. As, as long as you have it made, uh, you know, and I'll bet you there would be people that, um, and unfortunately white people, that if they had a white neighbor and they saw their house uh, being vandalized or robbed, you know, there are white people out there that wouldn't say a word. They would be afraid uh, to come forward and say something or afraid to uh, uh, call the police because of backlash. And, you know, that's a shame. You know, uh, I often say that you white people, uh, their downfall is compassion because white people have compassion for everyone, it seems, but their own race. You know, they pity the poor, uh, what they claim uh, the government mainstream media uh, puts into their heads. They believe that as well. Uh, these poor immigrants leaving war-torn countries uh, where they can't make a living. Uh, to come here, and, you know, uh, white people fall for it. Uh, you know, uh, even the things happening in schools with the critical race theory, uh, the homosexual agenda going on uh, within the school systems, if you're white and you see this in a school system in your area, just because you don't have kids, you still need to get involved uh, in, in the uh, school board meetings uh, that they have, because, you know, white people need to stick together. Just because you have it made and you're cushy in your life, think about your white brothers and sisters that aren't. Maybe the next block over, maybe even a neighbor, uh, the next block over, the next town over, the next state over. Even if it's across the country, get involved. Uh, you know, some of the stories I do and you hear uh, where this problem is happening as a white person, uh, you should jot that down, what the problem is, where the school system or, uh, you know, something that another state or whatever uh, the government is doing, you should jot that down and Google it. You know, information isn't hard to find today. Uh, uh, you do it, uh, use it correctly and wisely, uh, but you could uh, Google the school system, wherever it may be, and send some emails to them. Ask them, why are you doing this? Uh, what is the reasoning for this policy? Uh, you know, I mentioned that before on the shows. Uh, don't send an email uh, uh, threatening violence or using racial slurs, uh, because that email would probably end up uh, biting you in the behind. And plus, uh, to use that type of language, when you're contacting these people, you look like an ignoramus to them. Uh, your email will just be deleted. 
But when you send an email to these places and you do it in a professional uh, manner, uh, believe me, these places pick up on that. Well, you know, this is no dum-dum. They're serious. They know what's going on. And that's how you'll get policies changed. Uh, Not through trash talk or violence, uh, but by being uh, civilized and educated. Uh, now back to these two numbnuts. Uh, it is unclear where the men obtained their weapons and ammunition, and Richmond law enforcement officers say they are working with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives to determine the origins of the supplies. Under federal law, ne- neither man was allowed to purchase a firearm. There you go. And what did it say at the beginning of this article they had? Uh, I think it said assault style or something like that. Uh, Yes, exactly. It said uh, uh, they had two assault style rifles illegally. So these guns weren't registered. If they were, they were stolen. And then you have Namnats Joe. Uh, He wants to eliminate guns. Here's a perfect example. Do you you think that... uh, they could take away guns that the criminals wouldn't still have them? Of course they would. Then the criminals are the only ones uh, that do have them. Here you had these two uh, uh, illegal immigrants with two assault-style rifles. Suppose they uh, uh, come into your home and you have a uh, pea shooter. Uh, you have a twenty-two or uh, whatever Joe Biden says you're allowed to have. And here comes people invading your home with assault-style rifles. Uh, you're not going to make it. You won't survive. You have to mu- you have to meet the opposition with the same firepower or higher if you want to survive. You know that's just a uh, uh, I don't know what you would want to call it that the government wants to eliminate assault style rifles. You have to meet the force with the same force or more to have a chance to survive. Uh, According to court filings reported on by the Associated Press, both men were living in the United States illegally, one on an expired visa. Gee, imagine that. You know, these cockroaches, they come across the border. Even if they do set a a court date for them uh, to to, uh, become citizens or... Uh, whatever they don't show up, they hate. That's that's what I mean. They ain't here to become American citizens. <laughs> they ain't here to learn our language, our heritage, our culture, or our history. They're here to erase it. They're here to make their own culture, heritage, and history without whitey in it. Uh, they want our country, and to have our country, guess what? The white people got to go. Uh, through the internet of the two men, though the, the intent of the two men is known, their motivation to conduct a mass shooting remains unclear. Police were notified to the plot by an anonymous tipster who Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin uh, called a hero. Uh, so there you have it. You don't see too many of uh, those articles, uh, and luckily this one wasn't carried out by non-whites. 
Uh, let's see what else I have here. Oh, another thing that the, uh, the government is doing. Uh, I don't know why people can't see the things that the government is doing to destroy uh, America. Uh, let me find this article uh, because this is uh, this is a good one. Oh, let me see. And go figure. I can't find it. Uh, bear with me, I'm still looking. Ah, here we go. Now, you know, a while back it was uh, come to light that the Biden administration was going to um, hand out crack pipes. And, you know, when enough people said something about it, uh, it kind of got swept under the rug. You didn't hear anything about it. Well, uh, here this article comes from the Daily Caller. And the headline is, Clinic funded by Biden administration distributes crack pipes to addicts outside a school. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the government says that there are stricter laws for drug dealers if they are dealing uh, within a school zone. Uh, here you go. You got numbnuts Joe handing out the crack pipes in a school zone for the addicts to use them uh, within a school zone. Now, how much sense does that make? Uh, the article here, a, a harm reduction clinic that received grant funding from President Joe Biden's Department of Health and Human Services is distributing crack pipes to addicts in New York City, the Daily Caller confirmed Wednesday. New York harm reduction educators, a part of On Point New York City, was awarded nearly $400,000 in grant money, almost a half a million dollars in grant money from the Biden administration in May to further its services for drug addicts, government records show. Biden officials denied, report, uh, de denied reports that the grant money could fund distribution of crack pipes, but visit to NYHRE's office revealed that the organization still offers the smoking paraphernalia to addicts. Uh, so there, you can go to a junkie, can go buy a crack, or get not buy, get one. Get a crack pipe for free. What happened to the uh, war on drugs that we hear so much about? America's war on drugs. And you have a president, uh, which he is not my president. Pre he doesn't deserve the name president. So, you know, I won't even use it. Here you have Joe Biden sitting in the Oval Office pretending to be president, supplying crack pipes to junkies. You know, what What about, because, um, you know, I don't understand this. Uh, you know, uh, a junkie can be incarcerated for a certain amount of time and uh, be clean and then come back out onto the street 
and go right back to it. Uh, a good example, a heroin addicts. If there is uh, stamp bags on the street uh, labeled a certain name that they label uh, their different things with, their dealers, and it's killing people, that's the first thing that uh, uh, junkies, the heroin junkies want. They go looking for those stamp bags that are killing people. Uh, you know, I don't understand the mentality uh, of drug addicts. If you ask me, um, instead of giving them crack pipes, there should be facilities to house these people for as long as it takes to get them to stop using, period. Uh, put them in there long enough that they would do anything to taste freedom again. And I'll guarantee you when they come out, they aren't going to use anymore because they want their freedoms. Uh, you, you, don't, uh, you don't give addicts uh, drug paraphernalia, and just like uh, um, the clinics uh, that a heroin addict can go to, and they can get Suboxone and uh, uh, Methadone. Drugs. A different drug, mind-altering drug, to come off of a mind-altering drug. How much sense does that make? Could you see, uh, well, okay, imagine it like this. Imagine Alcoholics Anonymous uh, you know, the people that go to Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, and uh, suppose at Alcoholics Anonymous, say you were a uh, Budweiser drinker, you go to Alcoholics Anonymous and they'll give you a six-pack of Bud Light. It's a little bit lighter than uh, regular Budweiser. Now, how much sense would that make? Uh, not Or um, imagine... Uh, a junkie mentality. Imagine if uh, uh, someone that was an alcoholic, because you, I'm not knocking alcohol. It is legal. Uh, but when you're prone to break out, if you're allergic to alcohol, to where you break out in handcuffs every time you drink, then maybe you got a problem. But uh, could you imagine an alcoholic hearing that their local pub uh, somebody drank some Budweiser uh, and got poisoned, and it killed them. Could you imagine uh, alcoholics running to that bar trying to get a bottle of the beer that killed someone? It makes no sense, none at all. Uh, and what I'm saying here is Joe Biden and the BS about America's war on drugs, there is no war on drugs. For God's sake, they're coming across the border uh, Biden's letting terrorists in, sex traffickers, human traffickers, uh, drugs, uh, cartel people, gangs. You can't have a war on drugs and let these scumbags into the country. So don't fall for the BS uh, of America's war on drugs, because there is no drugs. You got Joe Biden pushing drugs. Uh, the uh, the picture to this article uh, was pretty mind-blowing. It was a picture of Numb Nuts Joe. And then all around him uh, in the picture were pictures of crack pipes. Well, look at his son. His own son. You would think uh, Joe Biden, with having a son that is addicted to drugs, would be doing something to stop drugs. You know, he can't even love his own kid. He can't.
his kid's a junkie, and Biden supports junkies. You know, what kind of a father figure is that? It isn't. And you think Biden loves America? He doesn't even love his own damn son. You know, I don't get, uh, I'm not even going to finish your article because it's kind of lengthy. Uh, but the point there, uh, you know, many people fall for, uh, and they think that our government is doing something uh, to get rid of drugs in America. There's even major cities that aren't prosecuting people if they get caught with hard drugs like heroin methamphetamine, uh, they won't prosecute them. Now, how, how big of a war is that? Now, let's see what else I have here. Oh, here we go. You, know, uh, you have blacks uh, suing uh, everybody, left and right, because... Uh, they feel their rights are violated. Uh, this article comes from uh, theadvocate.com. Now, Advocate is an all-queer news source. Uh, so uh, the headline to this is, Transgender Woman Sees Colorado Sheriff's Office for Rights Violations. Uh, Juniper, <laughs> Juniper, what a name. Juniper McGinn. The El Paso County, Colorado Sheriff's Office mistreated and humiliated her during a body cavity search. Uh, now, this is a transgender. They're saying her uh, in this article. It's not a her. It's a homosexual man that likes to wear dresses and thinks he's a woman. Uh, last month, a transgender woman filed a lawsuit against the Pasadena Sheriff's Office in Colorado for conducting a humiliating cross-gender body cavity search on her. Uh, the suit filed in the United States District Court for Colorado claims the sheriff and the jail staff mistreat transgender inmates. Uh, the plaintiff, Juniper McGinn, alleges she was arrested and jailed for participating in a Black Lives Matter protest following George Floyd's death on June 2nd of 2020. So this goes a, a while back. Uh, and, you know, uh, here this all-queer uh, uh, news uh, source, they call it Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, you know, when I see uh, cities being burnt to the ground, stores being uh, looted empty, uh, people stopped at stop signs and being drugged from their vehicles and uh, having the living hell beat out of them, I don't call that a protest. That's a riot, people. Yeah, I'm sure all my listeners know this. Uh, we've all seen the pictures. Uh, but this queer news source, they call it a protest, too. Uh, as she was being arrested, McGuinn requested a woman to body cast her, but deputies told her that a woman could only examine the top half of her body while a male was responsible for the rest, the lawsuit claims. So this tells me that this homosexual... He didn't even have his tallywhacker cut off, uh, so he still wanted a female uh, to search him. Uh, you know, 
and who's to say? Because you you see this a lot. These uh, uh, prison articles, even these uh, homos in uh, prisons, and they claim they're being raped. Uh, I kind of wonder if this sick-minded uh, individual here that thinks uh, mentally uh, disabled uh, person uh, that thinks he is a woman because he just you know throws on a dress and then wanted that just wants a woman to touch his genitals. How do you know that? Uh, the same way as you don't know a pedophile could put on a dress, say they're a woman, and many places are allowed to use the ladies' bathroom. But they're pedophiles. They're, they're, they may not even be uh, uh, homosexual. They're pedophiles, but they know that they can get into uh, what they want by putting on a dress. They have access to the ladies' room. They have access to a bathroom where little girls will be. You know, our government can't be that stupid. They can't be. Uh, during McGuinn's vis visual body cavity search and shower, she says five deputies watched the process and laughed at her. Who, who wouldn't laugh? Think about it. You know, a few short years ago, uh, even if it was a comedy skit on TV, a man dressed as a woman, it was done to be funny. And people laughed about it. Now, in today's times, we're supposed to accept this as normal. Uh, my Bible says it's a sin. So, I guess this uh, homosexual <coughs> pretending to be a woman, the sheriff's deputy thought it was funny because this woman, guess what, has a tallywhacker. <laughs> this is crazy. You know, when you actually read some of these articles and see what's going on, uh, it's nuts. Uh, this is another article that's fairly long. I don't even need to read the uh, the whole thing to it. But uh, prisons. I've seen several uh, prisons now to where uh, these homosexuals, uh, men that wear a dress, uh, go into a prison, and they want housed with females. Again, how do you know that this isn't, isn't some sicko guy that just wants to be around women? It's happened. Uh, these queers that go into prisons say they're a woman. They get in the women. Guess what? You got now made pregnant left and right, and nobody can figure out why. Well, pretty simple. Because one of the women in the uh, system, or in, in the one of the women in the female section, got a tallywhacker. Guess what? Now, who would guess that a guy in a women's uh, facility? Who would guess that women would end up being uh, impregnated? Uh, you know, uh, I wonder how many guys, you know, if they go out and they commit uh, an illegal act and they know they're going to prison, uh, show up to the courtroom in a dress. Hey, I'm a woman. Uh, just to get in the female section or be put into an all-female uh, prison. Because, you know, there the guy got what he wanted. And let's face it, uh, the women in the system, all-around women, uh, I'm sure many of them end up becoming lesbians. But, you know, there are probably women there that would really appreciate 
uh, a guy around, you know what I mean? Somebody to cuddle with at nighttime. Uh, so, you know, uh, who who figures that this kind of uh, stuff's okay? Who, who figures this is okay? Oh, uh, let's see. Now, speaking of your queers, this article here, this article comes from the Washington Examiner. Uh, uh, the headline to this one is, When Will the LGBT Community Be Held Accountable? You know, this is another group of people, just like the non-whites, uh, that are giving special privileges. Uh, Bryce Williams, a drag queen performer by the name of Anastasia Diamond, was charged with 25 counts of child pornography. Gee, imagine that. A uh, queer that thinks he's a woman and then charged with child pornography. You know, I forget what the percentage is, but it is a high percentage. Uh, so I can't give you the statistics exactly because I don't have them right here in front of me. But many homosexuals, male and female, are child predators. They end up uh, pedophiles. If they aren't already, uh, they, they become pedophiles. Uh, kind of like uh, homosexuality is a gateway to pedophilia. This is proven. Uh, the statistics show it. Like I said, I don't have them, but many. Uh, this is what happens. Uh, it was found that Williams was in possession of dozens of pictures and video footage of nude uh, prepubescent boys performing sexual acts. Ironically, he was a youth advisor for the LGBT community. A youth advisor. A uh, pedophile homosexual and advisor for the LGBT community. Williams worked as a safe space center uh, to do HIV AIDS prevention and awareness work with the LGBTQ youth, according to Penn Live. Um, you know, HIV and AIDS prevention. Guess what? You know, you don't. Why? Why would you have to have awareness of HIV and AIDS in a homosexual community? Guess what? Um, this is family-friendly radio, so I'll do this uh, as family-friendly as I can, and say it as fr uh, family-friendly as I can. Um, don't put that thing in there. That's how you don't get AIDS. That's how you don't get uh, HIV. Don't put it in there. And, and here's what you have in the queer community. A pedophile around children. Uh, Penn, Penn Live interviewed Williams in July of 2021 prior to working in the program. I wanted to make a big impact for folks in my community, Williams said. 
that that is a ni uh, nice sentiment, it really didn't work out that this youth advisor turned out to be into child pornography. Since Williams was highly praised for his activism in Pennsylvania, he was awarded the 2020 Rising Star Award, Fox 43 reported. Though Williams was loved by his community, this charge should not take anyone by surprise. More and more, it seems like the LGBT community is getting away with taking advantage of young children. No one is talking about the sexual exploitation of children masked as discovering your gender identity. Sexual assault and gender identity pride are unfortunately being synonymous. For example, looking back to Pride Month in June, many grotesque actions were made all for the sake of pride and were generously celebrated rather than deemed grossly inappropriate for children. Naked men who twerk and parade around children should be arrested and labeled sex offenders. Just because it's done at a pride parade shouldn't matter, Steve Crowder tweeted. Williams was also found performing for children on libs of TikTok. Because Williams was found guilty of the charges, he was fired from the GLOW program. UPMC's immediate concern is health and well-being of our participants who utilize the services provided at GLOW, the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center said. Upon notification of the circumstances surrounding the case, the individual was terminated. This individual was terminated, but uh, I'm sure another uh, homosexual pedophile uh, took uh, this queer's place. Uh, creating a family-friendly environment that leads to the manipulation and sexual abuse of young children should not be thrown under the rug. Aside from the Daily Wire, only local news stations covered this story. This cannot be the only story out there like this. And until the LGBT community is held accountable for the children who are being taken advantage of, this will continue to happen. Just because it is the LGBT community, it does not make the exploitation of children okay, nor should it be encouraged. Uh, and I'll add, nor should it be tolerated. This kind of behavior in a white Christian country. Again, guess who is behind uh, this uh, LGBTQ slash uh, pedophilia in America? Guess what? The Jews. Again, the Jews. Just about anything that you can think of in America that is wrong, morally and Christian, Christianly wrong, and even uh, laws against nature, guess who's pushing them? The Jew. Uh, with that, I am going to close out this Thursday evening show. Uh, I had a few more articles that were pretty good uh, this week. Uh, there was lots of uh, lots of things to talk about, but you know, uh, any more the news boils down to two things. Uh, well, several uh, black privilege, um, 
uh, the homosexual agenda and uh, the Russian-Ukraine war. Everything, uh, you know, it's hard to find different uh, uh, things to talk about on the show because it's all it all boils down to uh, the same uh, the same topics, different stories and different goings on, but uh, the same topics. With that, I am going to close out this show. Uh, I will be back here again with a new The Rust Belt Klansman show right here on White Pride Radio on Tuesday, July 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Look me up on uh, VK. Uh, I am under my name, Paul Brown, uh, profile picture uh, of myself. And under the uh, profile picture in the bio, it says Knights Party National Office administration. That's me. So if you find that profile, uh, send me a friend request. Uh, if, you, if you can't find me on there, uh, email the show, call the show, leave a text or whatever, and I will send you the ID link to that profile. Uh, I am also on Facebook. Uh, Facebook information I won't give out uh, for uh, privacy reasons. But if you want to uh, send a friend request uh, to me on Facebook, also uh, email the show, call the show, or text the show, uh, and I will give you that information. Uh, the email address to the show is heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. All lowercase, simple email. Heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show. Area code 412-254-6226. Unfortunately, I don't have the time to answer the phone, but you can leave a voicemail or a text. Uh, I listen to each and every voicemail, and I read each and every text. Uh, I read each and every email. Uh, And if it is something that uh, requires an answer, if you have a question uh, to something or Uh, You send me a news article that you may want me to cover. Uh, I will acknowledge that. Uh, So send me what you have. Uh, Until Tuesday, July 19th, uh, my white brothers and sisters out there, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. Start showing compassion for your fellow white brothers and sisters, your neighbor, your People that live on the next block, people that live in the next town, the next city, the next state, even if it is uh, across the nation, from east coast to west coast, from north to south. When you see someplace that uh, your white uh, brother and sisters are being attacked, help them. Uh, How hard is it to send an email? And Like I said earlier in the show, uh, don't send racial slurs, uh, talks of violence. Uh, Because that email uh, not only would probably get you in trouble and jailed and heavily fined, uh, then you're taken out of the game. Uh, Our enemies don't fear uh, ignorant people. They don't fear that because they know you're easily taken out of the game by your own actions. Uh, Our enemies fear uh, intelligence. That is what they fear. Uh, So, uh, you know, when you send emails... Uh, to help out your uh, white brother and sister. Uh, Be professional. Uh, Show them that you are not stupid. 
uh, that you know what's going on, you know what the game is, and question them on their actions. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power! <laughs>